Hey, welcome back to the Home Sweet Home podcast with Marissa. I am your host, Marissa O'Connor, with the Charlotte Cole Group at Keller Williams. And I'm getting a lot better at saying that big old string of <laughs> words. Uh, I am really excited because today I have Sean Burt with me with Service First Construction. I'm looking at your hat because I've been, I always want to say first service, but it's Service yeah. First Construction is <laughs> how you say your one. company. Really? Yeah. Does that happen? Yeah, it happens. A oh, lot, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, gosh. Well, I will like plaster it all over the socials how to say your your company name and but sean's here today um because well sean can you say a little bit about what you do and then we'll kind of start asking you some questions about that yeah so we're uh, i'm the uh, co-owner of a, of a roofing company mm -hmm. is primarily what we do i'd say probably 90 percent of our business and then um you know we do a lot of gutter work and some interior remodeling as well it makes sense like roof gutters you're up there yeah we go up there like, hey, these are kind of bad. Do you yeah. ever like say things like that? Like, oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. And 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 a lot of our roof jobs actually require us to take off the gutters to do things properly oh. and then put them back on. So it just kind of helps that we do gutters. Plus, you know, most of our most of our work is insurance work, hailstorms specifically, and right. that's not only damaging the roof; it's damaging the gutters. Um, garage doors we do that as well so okay uh just helps to kind of go ahead and do all that so we can take care of everything for the homeowner that's awesome okay so the first question i want to ask you is how did you get started in in being a co-owner of this company because that's an amazing yeah. accomplishment by the way yeah like congratulations i appreciate it <laughs> now i've always been in sales uh from the time i was young oh okay um, really yeah i worked at a bank to start and um i was a teller and they always wanted us to try to talk to the customers as they came in and yeah. pass a referral along from them to the banker to get oh. them to sign up for a new account or something. Okay. And I was actually one of the top guys in the district at doing that. So um, that's where I kind of learned I was good at sales and then had a car sales guy come in one day and, um, you know, saw all the money he was making and yeah. I'd been told I was good at selling things. <laughs> so I was like, you know, let me go give that a try. Cause it, he was making a lot more money than I was at the bank. Right. And I worked in car sales for five years, did a really good job, was making good money and was uh, training a lot of people who came in. And I had a buddy who was in roofing and he wanted me to come aboard and to his company. And because mm -hmm. he Kyle, knew right? I, no, that was no. not Kyle. Okay, that, was a, that was a different guy. Got and, it. Got it. Got it. Um, Kyle worked in that company. Okay. Also. And. Um, you know, I was like, man, I'm doing real good where I'm at. I don't really want to leave. And so, you know, he wanted me to kind of be the trainer guy for other salespeople. And mm -hmm. he offered me a partial ownership of that company to come aboard and, and he would teach me everything. And then, and then I would kind of be the trainer guy. And that was the only thing that got me to go was getting offered. I was offered 10%. Oh, nice. Um, learned everything. Didn't really end up liking his company too much. And thought I could do it better. And that's when Kyle and I left and we started our own thing back in 2018. Wow. That wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like to me, I feel like you've just been doing this like for yeah. as long as I've only known you for yeah. about that long. So that makes sense. Well, that's right. really cool. So yeah. you enjoy it now. You enjoy your company yeah. and what you guys do. I love and roofing. Yeah. And, and just the freedom it gives me to be my own boss and, you know, customer service has always been really important to me. And that was one of the big issues I had with the other company is I just felt like every customer was more so a number and, mm. and, uh, I want to take care of my customers and be there for them. So yeah. that's why, 
That's why we're service first. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. The name is like all making sense now. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I can say from experience, you know, working with Sharla and how great a job you guys really do taking care of your customers and all of Sharla's clients. And it means so much to her and me too, because, you know, the more she does well, the more we can do well together. Right. So thank you. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I will recommend you guys all day long. So and we appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for. I know Sharla's called like, randomly we don't like to do things last minute but sometimes things happen um when you get she's helping a client list or buy and we get a call from the inspection and it's like there's a not a hole in the roof but basically they're like right. saying there's something terribly wrong and we're like oh my god so she calls you or kyle and you guys are great you come right out and you'll get up there most of the time if you can't you have drones right yeah we have a drone yeah i mean but mostly you're on the roof i know that yeah we we like to get up there you know when we can but sometimes they're just not accessible without being tied off and all that and we'd rather just get a drone up there real quick um than have to do all that fancy other stuff to to just get the problem looked at um but yeah, we have drones. Yeah. Well, it's really cool and you do great. Service first, safety first. If you don't need to get on the roof and you could use the drone, use the drone. But um, you guys have always gotten us quotes back really quickly. And even if, you know, for whatever reason, the client doesn't go with you or they decide not to fix it and they do a repair instead, you guys always still make them a priority. And I just think that type of business that you do is just going to come back to you in good ways. And I think you probably already know that because you're successful. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great run to run your businesses. Yeah. And most of our, our business has been referrals or repeat business. So it's, it's, it's the best way I think to, to build a foundation is, is you treat people right and things will come back to you as they should. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to hear, I'm not a roofing expert. So I had Charla, she helped me with these questions. Um, can you tell us what inspectors are looking for when going up on a roof? Besides just a giant hole in the roof. Yeah. So uh, we're looking at, uh, at a few things. Uh, number one is obviously just the granules on the roof and, and the age and how it looks. Um, and so we want to make sure it doesn't look old, doesn't have a lot of granule loss, because if it does, that's just a bigger chance for, for leaks. Um, so that's, that's number one. And of course, you know, um, when you're looking at buying a home too, mm -hmm. um, a lot of insurance companies nowadays have your roof's 13, 14 years old, they're not going to insure you. They, right. they want you to get a roof replacement right. um, before they insure it. Um, a lot of insurance companies now are actually only giving you an actual cash value policy if your roof's 15 years or older instead of a full replacement cost. So um, that is definitely, you know, not just roofing inspectors, but home inspectors, yep. insurance inspectors, they're looking at the age of the roof. That's, okay. that's the first thing. And then, of course damage um whether it be hail or wind then that would make it um claimable through insurance mm -hmm. um or if it's just normal wear and tear damage those things of course aren't covered by insurance but those still need to be addressed right okay and so i think that kind of leads into the next question i had is looking for a new home to purchase what should you consider in, in the home's roof age and granules so you're saying age over 14 years yeah i mean it, to me personally, if a roof's done right and, and the Houston area, it should it should last anywhere from 20 to 25 years. Right. But um, unfortunately, most people, most homes that people are buying, um, they're probably original roof. And the builders, unfortunately, don't 
always put the best roofing quality materials up there. And so a lot of those roofs aren't lasting 20, 25 years. They're lasting somewhere between 10 to 20 years, just depending on how, uh, how, how good the materials were that they used. I, I would say if it's the original roof that's up there, you, you're probably looking at needing something new at around years 12 to 15, most likely. Okay. Um, now, if you got a good quality roofing company that's done a reinstall on that roof and it's not an original one from the builder, right. you've probably got a better quality roof up there. Okay. And so that would like for the people that, so the, sorry, I forgot to tell you, my podcast is about, you know, helping people purchase a home. So yeah. we've gone through the whole book now. And so I'm, I'm bringing you on now and thank you so much for being here to um, talk about all the things they need to consider when purchasing. So roof is a big one. I know when I was purchasing a home, I didn't think about, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, it never came up in my mind, but I just went off like the, the inspection report. And if you have a great inspector helping you like Chris Zimmerman, which right. I get out of inspections, he will do a great job at letting you know everything you need to know. But I would say, yeah, definitely be looking at the seller's disclosure, looking at the age of the roof. Um, and if you're in a situation where the home you're looking to purchase has an older roof, then work with your realtor to, to negotiate um, either money off the home money for, you know, money back for repairs and getting a new roof and, and see what you can do to negotiate that because it's really important. Cause like Sean was saying is, you know, it may be fine now, but in two years you're in the home and now you need a full roof replacement. Yeah. And for a first time home buyer, that can be quite a big expense. Well, and a, a big thing that I've noticed that new home buyers don't know is two things. Number one, um, I don't see really anyone hardly do this, but and talk, talk to your insurance, insurance agent that you're going to have, um, Use you know, possibly <laughs> insure the home before you buy the home. Oh, absolutely. Because your insurance agent most times can get a insurance inspector out there to look at it, to see if they're even going to cover you. Okay. Um, you know, Melissa Floyd mm -hmm. with Allstate, I've had her help me so many times um, with her own customers where mm -hmm. they're like, Hey, we're not going to insure that roof. And then that customer in turn doesn't buy that house or mm -hmm. that customer gets the current homeowners to give them some allowance or to put on a new roof before they buy it. Right. I've seen too many customers where the, uh, they bought the home and then they found out afterwards that the insurance wasn't going to cover the roof. And now they're having to come out of full pocket when they could have found that out, you know, beforehand, same thing yeah. with, um, inspectors mm -hmm. if you don't have a good inspector like chris zimmerman um you know i'd say probably 80 percent of the inspectors that i've seen their reports of or just watch them do their inspections they don't even get on the roof right they're too scared to they're not roofers and so a lot of times if just look at these inspection reports their photos are from the, the top ground. of a ladder or they're yeah. from the ground they're right. not from the actual roof i had a homeowner um, in the, uh, spring area who had just bought their house, mm -hmm. then got a leak. They oh, had me come out and look mm -hmm. and right away I knew this was an older roof and I knew there had been a two and a half inch hailstorm in the neighborhood from 2015 mm -hmm. and they hadn't had the roof replaced. So mm -hmm. right away I knew this probably has hail damage all over it. Got mm -hmm. up. Sure enough, massive hail hits all over the roof. And that's what was causing the leak. But they pulled out their inspector's report 
and there were Nothing. no photos from the roof. They were all from the ground. Oh my gosh. And customer could have worked that into the deal before buying the home and or made a better decision maybe that wouldn't have been the right home the with home. them. Right. right. Gosh, so it's yeah. It's a big deal to get the right inspector and the right insurance agent to check that stuff out before you buy the home. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of goes into our next question. Um, how insurance claims for roofs work and how your company helps. I know that you do, you go above and beyond what most roofers do for their customers as far as reaching out to the insurance agent. Um, and so could you explain a little bit of your process with that? Yeah. So for new home buyers, I mean, you're not going to be able to put a claim in on that house um, if there is damage there. Okay. Um, you have to have lived in the house and had a policy on the house during the date of loss. Okay. So if that hail date, for instance, was from four months ago, it would be on the current homeowner to put that claim in. You could not claim that. So Got it. Um, for new home buyers, you're just not going to be able to claim it unless you were living at the house at that time. Okay. Um, so that's why it's very important to have the right inspectors out there. And even if it's not a home inspector or um, an insurance agent, um, getting an inspector out there, just calling a roofer who's mm -hmm. licensed and knows what they're talking about to come out and look at it to help you before you make that purchase. Because um, there's only two things that are claimable with insurance. I've said it before. It's hail and wind. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can claim, I guess, a tree falling on your house or something like that, but that's typically not going to be a full replacement. That's just going to be a spot repair. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're looking for, you know, hail strikes. Um, typically on an insurance claim, you're looking for anywhere from 8 to 12 hail strikes in a 10 by 10 foot area on each on each side of the roof okay. and that's what we're looking for if we can get two of the four sides or 50 percent of the roof to show that there's that much hail strikes we'll typically get a, a full roof replacement if insurance denies it still we have ways of fighting it and getting it covered um, wind damage you're you're talking about um, really only a three tab style roof that can get wind damage like that and okay. um that requires quite a bit of either completely blown off shingles or folded over shingles with a crease to get that stuff covered. Okay. All right. Well, I just know that you do a great job at that because you, I've heard about stories where you actually connect with the insurance agents to kind of help, help the people like when there's an appointment for the adjuster to come out yeah. as an adjuster, right? Yeah. The, Is that the terminology? The, so, so it can be the adjuster. Yeah. A lot of times the, um, Depends on the insurance company. Some companies send out the adjuster to do the inspection as well. Some will send out a third-party inspecting company to okay. come out and do the inspection. It just depends on the insurance company. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we meet them we out there for that there. inspection to show them what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. That's very important, by the way. I've seen a lot of roofs get declined because they didn't have a roofer representing them. Mm -hmm. And the in inspector for the insurance company just went up denial and... We've gotten those overturned after we've gotten involved, but it's it's important to definitely have a roofer there to represent you. A lot of insurance companies and agents will tell you to, um, you know, go get three quotes, do all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. send it into your insurance company. That's all to benefit the insurance company at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. They're going to want to go with the cheapest quote right. that you, you provide. You did the work for them. You, yeah, they did the work for you. <laughs> Or you did the yeah. work for them. Sorry. Um, it's not how it should be. You should decide 
beforehand, before you even file that claim, pick a roofer you want to use. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter about price because at the end of the day with an insurance claim, you're paying your deductible. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay the same price regardless. So pick the roofer that you trust. Pick the one with great ratings. Don't worry about price. It's going to be the same no, no matter who you choose. Right. You want a guy who's going to, number one, not waste your time and just tell you you have damage. You want someone who's going to be honest with you. A lot of roofers will just tell you you have damage in hopes you file a claim and maybe it gets bought. Right. We don't not do good. that here at Service First. We, we give you our true opinion. Um, and then, you know, you also want to work with someone who's not just going to say yes to the insurance company's estimate. Mm. Right. Mm Because the insurance company cuts corners a lot of times. They don't pay what should be there. We go through the estimates line by line to make sure you're getting building code coverage upgrades. You're not getting things left off and we're going to fight for you to get everything you deserve. And it's going to be the same for you at the end of the day. You just still pay that deductible. Insurance takes care of the rest. Um, So very important. Pick the roofer beforehand that you want to use. Right. And I would say just call Sean because he does a great job. So and if it's me, great, you know, but I'm not going <laughs> to. No, I understand. And we, we say the same thing, too. We always want to do what's best for our client. Um, and we trust that, you know, they make the best decision for them. We obviously thank the world of you guys and how great of a job you do. So that's why we always recommend you. So, yeah. yeah. OK, so what? Oh, Charlotte also wanted me to ask, what is the pr- importance of proper venting for your roof? So, I mean, that's that's the key right there. Um, the number one thing that kills the life of the shingles makes those granules start to fall away is heat. Oh, okay. Well, we get a, lot of, <laughs> get a lot of heat here in Texas. So having your roof properly ventilated is really the key and what makes your roof last longer. Okay. Um, that's why there's a big issue with a lot of original roofs mm-hmm. is they don't have very good ventilation from the builder. You see those circular box vents yeah. um, that are on your roof. You know, those are only allowing air to escape out of that little spot, right? So what we like to do is one of two things. We'll either give you what's called ridge vent, Mm -hmm. which is a ventilation system that goes off over the entire ridge of your roof, the Mm -hmm. entire peak. Mm -hmm. It's it's all the way down. It allows air to escape. And, of course, we're taught at a young age, heat naturally rises. So the very top of your roof, natural flow of air. Um, and it allows it across your entire perimeter of your home uh, or not perimeter, entire uh, peak mm-hmm. of your mm-hmm. of your house. Um, like I said, those little those little box vents, you're talking about maybe a two foot area that's allowing heat to escape. Plus, you're having to cut into the decking to put that box vent in. Right. So now that you've got another leak risk there. Um, the other thing we like to do is, is what's called a... Uh, attic breeze, something like that, mm-hmm. which is a different kind of ventilation, but it's, it's basically a solar power attic fan. Oh, okay. um, those are more expensive, but, right. um, you but know, it could help you long term. Yeah. They're powered maybe. by solar. They turn on, they've got a temperature gauge inside your attic and they're, they're set to cut on when it reaches a certain temperature to definitely cool down that attic as well. Um, but when it's really hot in the attic, it basically, causes a heat blister, which makes those granules pop out. And then thus your roof life is not going to last as long. Which is like a real bummer because we had like the hottest summer here in Houston. 
just we did. a couple months ago. So, so. ventilation is very key. Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Um, also, is there anything else I forgot to ask or that you think is important to note to new home buyers when they're looking at roofs? Um, definitely. Um, I, if you're, if you're going with a shingle roof, I would recommend you go with a uh, architectural over three tab. It's not that much of a price difference and it's a way better quality roof. You're talking about something that's got a 55, 60 mile per hour wind warranty to 110, 130 mile per hour wind warranty when you go architectural. So definitely, um, if you're going to be replacing it, you definitely want to go back with the architectural and upgrade if you have the three tab. Okay. Um, there's lots of things I can I get know. into. Um, <laughs> I know roofing, there's a lot. Like, like just code related items that are probably not on your roof currently that you want to make sure you get. Um, that's probably for another podcast, okay. I would say. Sounds um, good. <laughs> just because there's so much. Okay. Um, but those key things I've said today would just having your contractor picked before insurance starts before a claim, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, having a good inspector, you know, having a good, uh, agent getting those things checked out beforehand, um, making sure the person gets actually on the roof. Who's doing your inspection. Yep. Um, those are all, I think the most important things for home buyers. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And my last question is a fun one um, that I've been asking everyone that comes on is, can you give a shout out to a charitable organization that you're passionate about? Yeah. So the, the biggest one we're passionate about is, um, you know, the nonprofit um, breaking strongholds. That's been our favorite one. Yeah. Um, just being local and, and knowing Terry, um, and him being such a great guy, he's actually used us for a roof too. So he did. yeah, he did. So, um, I, I love him and, and what he's got going on with, with breaking strongholds and teen suicide awareness and all that stuff. I, I just, I think that's a big, big thing. Um, I'm also really into underground railroad, um, and that whole thing going on with, um, child sex trafficking awareness and mm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Houston being a big hub for that. Um, that's, that's a big thing that it, I actually used to make videos about, um, that kind of awareness and go to rallies and stuff like that. Oh, so that's wow. always been a big thing for me too. Awesome. And so I know how we can support breaking strongholds, um, by you can go to breakingstrongholds.com. You can follow them on Facebook and watch the first season on YouTube and also prime it's on yeah, it's Amazon on prime. prime right now. Yep. Um, and I think Tubi as well. Yes. It's a great show and you can, you can binge it all like at one sitting, like I had to almost do, I was like, I had to break it up. Cause I was like, okay, there's not a lot of episodes. So I have to spread it out, but it's a really yeah. good show. But what's another way to um, support underground railroad? Um, I think if you just go to undergroundrailroad.com or .org, I'm not sure what it okay. is, but Google it and okay. uh, their website should come up and you can definitely support them. They got a local Houston chapter too. You can get involved with and volunteer and stuff as well. So, okay, awesome. Well, yeah. I'll link everything for that in the show notes and then on social. So just wanted to say once again, Sean, thank you so yeah, much for sitting down and talking with me. You know, a lot about roofs. Um, I I'll said it like Two times I'll say it one more, Charlotte, I absolutely love you guys and your company and all the, the work that you do because you really do put the client first. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me on. Absolutely. All right. Well, I will see you next week on the Home Sweet Home Podcast with Marissa. Bye.